Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to Adair Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Lit Charles, and we're so glad you could join us. But before we begin, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord. We just thank you for the wisdom and the knowledge that you have given us, Lord. The knowledge on how to call on you, Lord, and how to listen to you, Lord, as you guide us into all situations. And Lord, we also just thank you that you are the all-powerful, Lord, and that you know everything, Lord, and that you always have the right plan, the right course of action, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. So glad to have you with us as we continue our study of the Word. And this morning, we are moving forward in our study of the book of Hebrews. So we'll be in chapter 5, covering verses 1 through 11. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of Scripture, please? I will. All right, promise. For every high priest taken from among men is appointed for men in things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sin. He can have compassion on those who are ignorant and going astray, since he himself was also subject to weakness. Because of this, he is required as for the people, so also for himself to offer sacrifices for sin. And no man takes this honor to himself, but he who was called by God, just as Aaron was. So also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest, but it was he who said to him, Ye are my son, today I have begotten you. He Also he says in another place, You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications, with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death, and was hurt because of his godly fear, though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by things which he suffered, and having been perfected, he became the author, the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him, called by God as high priest, according to the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have much to say, and hard explain, and hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. Mm. All right, there is definitely a lot in there, as is the whole word, because it's the living word. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Being said, we're going to open up the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. <laughs> All right, Charles. So the first thing that the Lord was showing and speaking with me um, and talking to me about was that we see here that um, the Holy Spirit is now com- uh, comparing the natural high priest and how they were sinful meaning that they were humans just like us naturally Mm -hmm. that they were essentially no better than those whom they were sacrificing for and how the lord was reminding me that uh we see inside of the inside of chapter four where it says that he was tempted in all manners like us yet he was without sin Mm -hmm. and that's why he was our high priest but we also have to understand that this is what the lord meant from the beginning it wasn't um we know inside of the blessings that jacob gave um, his sons inside of Genesis 49 that he said a scepter will come out of Judah and lawgivers from between his arms 
well, his paws, his, his paws, feet, because he was they he likened him to a lion, and how we understood that was referencing to Jesus specifically. He was always meant to be this, while the Levites were the um, group that was chosen to be the priest. It was always referring to Jesus, though he was from Judah. And that's something very important that while we have these institutes that the Lord has put in place inside humans, like the example of parents, that's why we weren't born like snakes and slithered off because it glorifies God. And it's a liken, it's like what he has inside of heaven where he is the father and we are the children, how we're supposed to be submitted to him mm-hmm. and how he has set up these things inside of us but he does not want that to become the focus like mm-hmm. what we see inside of the gospels where where jesus talks to the pharisees and said you guys make the law of god as the word of god essentially of no effect with your customs if a son says to his parents all that you have received from me is prophet he no longer has to honor him honor his parents that's what the pharisees believed and if they said if you swear by the gold in the temple then you have to keep it but if you swear in the temple you don't have to but so they're trying to twist and manipulate it because they thought that's the position that they had. They thought, okay, I'm in this position as high priest, so now I'm faultless and I can do whatever I want. But we have to understand that the truly faultless one is Jesus Christ. Even inside the Old Testament, Jesus was still interceding for the people because we understand that the blood of goats had no effect to against what was actually happening in spiritual realm is the obedience that caused Jesus to be able to intervene for them. The Lord's likening to me is that they were eating lamb chops beforehand. They, they slaughtered them, but the blood didn't cover their sins. It was the obedience on when to do it that was actually the reference and what was actually needed. But it was just giving Jesus, who was still in heaven at the time, the opportunity to intercede for them. He was still the angel of the Lord that went before them Amen. and helped yes. them, protected them. He was the, the fire pillar and the cloud. He was always there and he always is the one who protects us. Um, also, it wasn't any old lamb. <clears throat> it wasn't any old lamb that was used. Yes. It was one without spot, wrinkle, or defect, blemish, right? Yes. It had to be perfect. So Paul is is making this comparison here, or and by comparison, it's more pointing out the revelation. This is who Jesus is and was and is, has been the entirety of the time, right? Even to, to both the royal priesthood, but then also as the sacrificial lamb. He fulfilled both roles, Right? Yes. So, so Paul here is making that more clear to, I'll say his own people, the, the Jews of the day, but also to us today, so that we too can enter in to the Lord, to his kingdom, ultimately his rest. Mm-hmm. So anyone else have something to share or do you have more to share, sir? I had more to share. Oh, well, please do. And as we're understanding that is that as you're also referencing that that the lamb had to be spotless and without anything wrong with them and that was the closest that they can come to it something that looked absolutely perfect on the outside of it but it was still not enough and it had to be a certain age mm-hmm. yes uh it had to be a male goat or i mean a male lamb not a female 
So there were specifics. There were specifics. Yes. And how we un- we see here that the Lord was always qualified. And uh, this will touch into something I'd like to discuss a bit later. But when he says, the I've called you as a priest according to the order of Melchizedek, he was not a Jew. Mm-hmm. He was not even from Abraham's line. He was mm. nowhere close to him. But we still see that that's how the Lord honored him and how he spoke to him. That he he's going off the heart towards the Lord. That's what... Well, he's also looking at some other natural things. Where in Scripture, in talking about Melchizedek, does it say that he came from? And where did he go to? He doesn't say any of it. Okay. So the Lord, in the same way, in similar manner, right? Melchizedek being a type and shadow, the Lord always was. Right? What did he say? Yes. Before Abraham was, I am. Right? So he was always there. The Lord is. The Lord, right? Mm-hmm. He's always been here. Before we even had an earth, he laid the foundation of the earth, right? So so understanding all of that, we are his creation. He has always been there. He always is, right? He did come to earth as a man, right? So he was. And he is, again, seated at the right hand of the Father on high. Well, Melchizedek, no one knows if you will, where he came from, what his lineage was, any of those things. But then here he is on the earth interacting, right, with Abraham, or Abram at the time. He blessed Abraham, right, and he rewarded him and did all these great things and received blessings from Abram at the time before he became Abraham, right? The tithe. The tithe and the offerings. And then he was gone. Okay? Yes. And we don't know where he went to. And you see that same, those same traits or characteristics, right, in our Lord and Savior. So it was, again, a type and a shadow, a representation of or a copy of the things that already exist in the heavenlies, right? Yes. So yes. Paul is here. He's making that clear. He's saying it's similar, but it's greater. Yes. Jesus is much greater than Melchizedek. He's much greater than Abraham and Moses and or Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and Moses and all the prophets, all the priests, Aaron and everyone. Jesus is greater. Mm-hmm. And what, he was oh oh I was gonna say which is the same thing you heard the Father say, very specifically, you know, at least twice, when he audibly spoke. Uh, one with John the Baptist, only John the Baptist heard it, but then he spoke the same thing on the Mount of Transfiguration. This is my beloved son, listen to him. Mm-hmm. And then he spoke it again in the middle of the city and others heard thunder and lightning, some heard thunder and lightning and others heard the voice of the Lord, again confirming a Jesus. Okay? Yes. yes. So let's understand that in full. Please mm-hmm. continue, sir. And how... What the Lord is truly looking for inside of our lives is a heart that is willing to him and willing to be used by him. That's why we also see and we know that Aaron was not without flaws as well. We see he made the gold calves. That This is after he was chosen as priest to the Lord that he made the golden calves for the children of Israel. But the Lord did not hold that against him. But what he's truly looking for inside of us is a heart that's willing to go towards him and that yearns for him. He's not looking for the heart that has the right bloodline and 
that has no regard for whatever the Lord wants, like with the sons of Eli. They were, the Lord did not count them as priests because they did not have a heart to do with what the Lord wanted them to do. They wanted to do what they wanted, when they wanted, and they get away with it. No, 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 no. Let's, let's understand. It's not about doing what they want when they want. What people want is to remove accountability. Natural-minded people, people that choose to be disobedient or in sin against the Lord. They want zero accountability, and they attempt to remove the consequences of those actions. And yes. in doing so, that, that's, that's always the goal, to erode the mechanisms of both accountability and consequences for their heart, mind, and soul, and strength, right? In their attitudes, actions, and behaviors towards the Lord. And they think that by doing that, they will escape and then can do whatever they want. It's no different than Cain with Abel. All right? Yes. Remove not just the, the accountability factor, which we, it wasn't even Abel that was holding Cain accountable. It was the Lord. But he took it out on an example. Okay? Yes. But that's what the sin nature attempts to do everywhere, in every race, ethnicity, culture, set of laws here on, on the earth. Study out history. Every government, dictator, despot, all attempts has all attempted to do the same thing. Everyone outside or in opposition to the Lord attempts to remove those two things. Yes. Yes, dear. Ultimately, getting them to the, the place where, in the natural terms, they perceive that there's no accountability or consequences, and then they can do whatever they want. Yes. Or attempt to. But the Lord always knows. And he's the righteous judge. Yes. That was it. Um, Lila, did you have something? Yes. Um, the going back and looking at Jesus for a moment and comparison to Melchizedek, when you read in Genesis, I believe it's chapter 17, it says that Melchizedek was just a priest of God. But we see Jesus as the high priest. So when you look at the Levites, when they were dedicated, if you will, to the Lord to serve in that role as priest and minister before him, there were certain things that they could and could not do, like drinking intoxicating drinks and whatnot. Um, that's stuff that they could not do and what kinds of animals they could eat. But then when you got to the high priest, there were even more classifications and restrictions and requirements that had to be met in order for the high priest. In this case, like in the book of Leviticus, it was Aaron that he had to keep so that he was able to offer atonement for himself and for his house, which included both his you know, immediate family, like his wife and his children, and then the house of Israel. Um, and so looking at Jesus, he met all of those requirements. Now, we know he wasn't, he never was flawed and he never will be. He'll always be perfect. He always has been perfect. He met all of the requirements and he was able to offer the, as you mentioned at the twofold reference, he was the sacrificial lamb for like the day of atonement with the scapegoat. Um, both of them actually, he would, he played the role of the scapegoat where they laid their hands on the head, on the goat's head, confessed their sins and sent it out to the wilderness and the one that they killed. And they took, um, incense and burned it before 
the the mercy seat and the holiest of holies after the sprinkling of the blood of the, the bull because it had to be done first um but the lord did all of those things and he still remained high priest which means he offered atonement for us we're we are his house we're being we're living stones being built into the house of the lord if we're willing so when we look at the lord jesus all you can say is that he's awesome and he he always does good for us and he wants us to be um ministers before him but we cannot do that if we are intentionally sinning or even unintentionally sinning we we cannot stand before him with that so touching back on what we discussed uh a few devotionals ago about allowing the Lord to clean us up and getting those things out that don't reflect him is an important and integral part of this process because we see later in scripture that we are a kingdom of kings and priests. You cannot be a priest and minister before the Lord if you've got sin on the books. If you are engaging in those behaviors, again, intentionally or unintentionally, you still need the Lord to clean you up. So we have Paul here um, in chapter five, while referencing the Lord Jesus and showing just how awesome he is, he's also saying and giving a warning and bringing to our attention, there are things, there are qualifications to be priests of the Lord, to be ministers before him. And if we want to participate in his plan, then we have to do things his way. We can't go about it our own way. Like Charles, you mentioned, um, Eli's sons. I don't remember what their names are right now, but they did. Hophni and Phineas. Yes, they did not walk in, in the ways of Eli, their father. They totally profaned and disrespected the Lord, which is why the Lord did not count them as ministers before him. And then, of course, we see Eli falls into the same category because he did not restrain his sons. And he honored Eli, honored his two kids more than he honored the Lord and the service that he was asking him to do. So even as we go throughout our life, yes, the Lord is compassionate. He is merciful. He is gracious. He understands what we're going through, but he does not make excuse for sin. We still have to do our best to, you know, keep keep to the line, keep to the standard and follow the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind and strength and give it all we've got, because that's what he expects from us. It isn't, again, an excuse or a caveat to go, well, Lord, you know, I'm going to sin. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it anyway. That's wrong. That's a that's a wicked heart towards the Lord and trying to manipulate and twist what he's set up and set in place. And it, it is not going to work. So we have to watch all the way around and make sure that we're holding fast to our confession, and holding fast to what the Lord has said for us to do. Amen. Anyone else? Well, very quickly, Larry, you touched on what I was about to say. You oh. said a kingdom of. Um, kings and priests and the lord was reminding me in order for it to in order for us to be a king we first also have to have the right perspective about about us and also the lord since we are the children of the lord we also have to understand that god expects us to have the same character and nature as he does and to have the entirety and with the in, an unintentional sense not going why well, don't see the sin because we read inside of james four seventeen talking about how that those who see the sin but don't actually correct it that's sin for themselves and if they're just trying to go along blindly it's still sin the same applies for us amen so then what do we do how do we make that right 
First, by listening to God inside of the entire team, when we listen to the Lord, not coming from a place of obligation, but rather of love. We read throughout the Bible how God expects us to have an intimate relationship with Him. The only way to do that is first by getting past those mental barriers, as in going, I'm just doing this so I can get to heaven, but more so because we love the Lord. It's not about a mental barrier or mental ascent. It's about having a heart towards the Lord. So if we've been out of alignment, he's already, as we've, we've stated in this episode, he's already been the sacrificial lamb. We just have to come in underneath him, under the blood, to be made white as snow, without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Enter into his kingship, but also his priesthood. He is the great and high priest. And for us today, it's not about sacrificing bulls and goats and rams and bulls and right it's about repenting in our heart not just lip service towards the lord but that our heart is towards him drawing near to him so he will draw near to us amen amen amen, amen. all right let's pause there for today and with that can i get a volunteer to close us out in prayer please i will all right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you that you're a faithful high priest, Lord, that you seek good on our behalf, Lord, and that you advocate our case, Lord, before the Father, Lord, that you provide intercession for us, Lord, that you cover us, not in sin, Lord, not turning your eyes away from it, Lord, and pretending that it's not there, Lord, but offering us the opportunity to repent, Lord, and to be restored and be made white as snow, Lord. So we thank you for your work, Lord. We thank you for who you are, Lord, and your heart towards us, Lord. And we ask that you will instill that heart in us as well, Lord, so that we it, we show others the love that you have for us, Lord. And we ask you to guide us into all truth and show us things to come, Lord, as you already promised, Lord. And we thank you for your help. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.